Hey, hey, it's Jenny, and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Power Hour, a podcast for current and aspiring podcast managers looking to grow their income and impact without working crazy hours. The podcast industry is booming and new podcasts are starting each and every day. So it is the best time to go all in as a podcast manager. Every week, we'll dive into a new topic that will help you navigate the ever-changing world of podcasting and get booked out as a podcast manager. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. In today's episode, we're talking all about discovery calls. This is something that isn't talked about too much in the online space, so I want to kind of demystify the discovery call process and give you some tips and tricks on how to make selling yourself on a discovery call easier, because it definitely can be a little stressful when you're first starting your business, especially if you're an introvert. So let's first dive into my discovery call process, and then I'll give you the tips and tricks to make them easier. So in last week's episode, go check it out if you haven't listened yet. I talked about elevating your client experience, and I went through my full process from lead to client and briefly touched on the discovery call process, but now it's time to dive a bit deeper. So after they fill out the inquiry form, the potential client is immediately emailed with a link to book a call with me. There they can choose the day time that works. There they can choose the day and time that works best for them. Most potential clients will immediately book a call, but some will wait for me to reach out to them first via email and then book a call. Once they choose the day and time that works best for them, I do ask a couple of questions that differ slightly based on the service they selected they were interested in. I ask them if they're ready to purchase a package today if it fits their budget. And that's a yes or no question. And then I ask them their current budget. And this is a drop down kind of like with a range of prices. So I can get a feel for their budget and whatnot. Then I ask for their website. And then there's a drop down where they can select what they need help with when it comes to podcasting. And they're allowed to select several different things. So this really helps me prepare for the call. So I know what they're in current. So I know what they're currently in need of so that I can have a package in mind that will work best for them before we even hop on the call. So if they book a call for a pre-existing podcast, I typically like to go check out the podcast and see what it's all about. And I always try to come to the call with a couple of suggestions in mind on how they can improve because this usually really wows them. And even if they don't end up working with me, they know that I know my stuff when it comes to podcasts. So it just kind of leaves like a good taste in their mouth. I usually set aside 20 to 30 minutes before the call to review everything. Sometimes this has to happen the night before if I have a particularly busy day filled with calls and won't have time to prep right before the call. But yeah, I just make sure I set aside time to kind of debrief beforehand. Once we're on the discovery call, I like to break the ice and ask them where they're from and engage in a little bit of small talk before we actually just dive into the meat of the conversation where I'm getting a feel for them and their podcast or a podcast idea. So once we've kicked things off and we're feeling comfortable, then we dive in. I usually start off with saying, so on your form, I saw that you're struggling with X, Y, and Z. Can you tell me out of these three or four or five or whatever, which one is the one that you'd like to hand off like immediately? And then we just get to talking from there and the conversation flows naturally into what they're looking for help with and how the agency can help them. A lot of the times the potential client has already gotten familiar with my packages and pricing, 
But after listening to their needs, then I'll usually say, hmm, I think that you could benefit from package X or potentially even package Y, which has this added bonus that would be beneficial. Sometimes it even ends up being completely custom packages based on their unique needs. This isn't something I like to do too often because it can add a little more onto my plate in the onboarding process and just managing process in general. But I just like to make sure I've included everything that they need. This is something I run into occasionally where people already have an editor they've worked with for a long time and they love and they want to keep that editor, but they want to outsource all the other aspects of their podcast to us. So I'll just nix the editing part of the package and then update the price accordingly. So it's not a deal breaker to me if someone has a different editor they love, as long as the editor is willing to work together to get everything done on time. And once the call has wrapped, I'll send over an email recapping the conversation and a proposal outlining the different package options we think would be a good fit for the potential client. And then it's a waiting game until they give us their final answer. So that's my process, pretty straightforward. And now it just feels so routine, but I'm not going to pretend it's always felt this easy because it totally hasn't. The ease has come with years of doing these calls and each one feeling slightly easier than the last. Now it just feels pretty routine and all that to hop on a call. And I'm not really nervous unless it's like someone like huge. I'm like, oh my God, this is a dream person to work with then yeah, it just feels pretty simple now, but yeah, so that's my process. Now I want to give you some tips for selling yourself on a discovery call so that you can start signing your own clients with ease. So number one, don't overthink it. A lot of the time, the reason that discovery calls feel so hard is because we overthink it before it even happens. So then we end up psyching ourselves out. And then ultimately we don't end up performing well on the call because we just got way too far in our own heads and we're nervous and we're, we just psyched ourselves out basically. So don't overthink it, go into it being prepared, but not overly prepared and just let your personality shine through. Number two, do your research. Sometimes winging it is great. But sometimes it's really not, especially if your client already has a pre-existing podcast, it may be great to check it out and listen to some episodes and really get a feel for them and their brand before hopping on a discovery call with them. This will make it much easier to relate to them as you're chatting it up on the call. So I definitely recommend doing this. And it only takes you like 20, 30 minutes to do this research. And if it lands you the client and they last for several months or even years, then so, so worth it. Highly recommend. Number three, don't be afraid to share some of your knowledge with the potential client on the call. I know a lot of people shy away from offering any of their knowledge on a discovery call because they have a lack mindset and they're scared that if they tell the potential client too much, then they're not going to hire them. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Now, I'm not saying you need to give them every single part of the strategy before they even hire you, but definitely give away a few little nuggets of information because that makes you stand out as an expert and you're not just trying, it doesn't seem like you're just trying to sell them. You're actually providing value before you even start working together. So you don't have to give away the farm, but don't be afraid to share any knowledge at all. And then number four, the last one, the art is in the follow-up. Sometimes I won't hear back from someone that I had a discovery call with for a while. And then when I follow up with them, they decide that they want to move forward. So it's important to follow up with your potential client after you've given them the information that they need to know. 
People are busy. So while you definitely should give them adequate time to make a decision, you don't want to rush anyone. The follow-up can often be what seals the deal in them working with you or someone else. So I always like to follow up. I usually give them about 72 hours, business hours, of course, and then I'll follow up. And then from there, I'll probably follow up one more time about a week after that. And then I just leave the ball in their court because I don't want to be annoying. But yeah, usually that first or second follow-up is what ends up sealing the deal. So yeah, I know this is long, very lengthy, lots of information, but I really hope that it helped to see my process from start to finish and also some tips on how to close more clients on your discovery calls going forward. So I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Do you struggle with discovery calls and closing the deal? Let me know on Instagram at jenny.sunnison, or you can let us know in the Profitable Podcast Manager Society Facebook group. All right, that's all. Until next time, friends. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at jenny.sunnison, J-E-N-N-Y dot S-U-N-E-S-O-N, or in the Profitable Podcast Manager Society Facebook group. And let me know your thoughts on today's episode because I love hearing from you. You can find all the links and resources in the show notes over at jennysunnison.com. Okay, that's all for now. I'll see you in the next episode.